Welcome to the Young Adult Podcast, where we will be engaging in weekly conversations around the amazing, tough, fun, weird, but extremely important and defining season of your 20s, all while bringing you more of a biblical perspective. Our goal is to dive deeper into conversations that push you, challenge you, and hopefully inspire you to begin to walk in the fullness of who God created you to be, which we believe will make you the most effective for the kingdom of God. Let's jump into this week's episode. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Young Adult Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. My name is Connor Grimm, and I will be one of your hosts. Joining me, as always, is Andrew Matrone. Andrew, say hey to everybody. What's up, fam? How you doing? What have you been up to this week? Anything uh, interesting? Yeah, my uh, my son just went to school today, so his first nice. day of school. He's still in preschool, um, but this is his second year, so it's always tough. Yeah. You know, sending him off. What did he wear to school today? Oh, you know, we were a train wreck today. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. The first day of school um, came pretty fast. And so we were literally digging through our laundry. And I was like, I found the one wrinkled black shirt that was clean <laughs> and threw it on. And we threw some water in his hair to give him a little <laughs> bit of a comb over. And yeah, we all might have yelled at each other this morning trying to get him out the door. So it was a really fun first day of school for him. I'm sure he'll tell his teachers about um, how... Amazing his parents are. How organized are. his parents are for yeah. the first so, day of but school. Real life. Real life. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And guys, if you couldn't tell, joining us as well, we have Whitney Bess. Whitney, Hi. say what's up to everybody. Hello. You just recently had a, a subtraction and addition to your family. Yeah. Tell people about it. That sounds a little morbid. I know. You guys, we got rid of our roosters. It was a sad day. Conrad has a very embarrassing picture of me crying over my rooster as I give him away. You should get that on the YouTube channel, that picture. No. This will be the frame for the start oh, of this gosh. podcast. Oh, gosh. No one will ever see that besides my husband. <laughs> and But we did inherit four new hens. That's and awesome. And we know they're hens. And they're going to make you guys some eggs? They're going to make little baby eggs. Yeah. I don't know why. I want to be so... This this is so like not cool in our day and age, but I'm so okay with being very detached from where my food comes from. <laughs> yeah. I know. I would never want to have chickens and eat their <laughs> eggs. That's terrible. But I'm just being honest with you guys. <laughs> what's um, new with you, Connor? What's new with me? Honestly, nothing. I'm just chilling. Uh, Ezra has a tiny little baby cold again. Maybe shouldn't said <laughs> shouldn't <have> said that <laughs> for our daycare. Should I have my mask on? No, no. Um, but no, she's dude, she's learning to wave. She says dada and mama. Um, she doesn't know what that means. <laughs> but when she sees dogs now, she goes, duh. Oh, so she associates cute. dogs with duh. We're getting the guh part of that fi- figured out. But um It's a fun age. Yeah, it is a fun age. What what's one of the names of your chickens, real quick? Cardi B. Card- Cardi B. She in the hen will house. run the hen house. That's right. <laughs> All right. Well, enough about our really interesting and amazing lives. <laughs> I, I feel like people probably hit like the 30 second. Oh, oh yeah. For sure. Fast forward thing of like, all right. Are they, are they we, get done yet? we get it. Shut up. Just yeah. move forward. Um, but we do genuinely have a really cool podcast for you guys today. But before we jump in, just want to remind you that we genuinely do love hearing from you. Our hope is with this podcast that we would give you tools to help navigate life and do our very best to discuss uh, and answer to our best ability relevant questions that you have or situations that you're facing. So if you have any of those, any questions you'd like to send in or whatever, just ideas you'd like us to talk about, DM us on Instagram or you can email us at ya at redrockschurch.com. 
it really does help us decide uh, topics for podcasts. And then we may specifically and directly answer your question the next time we do a Q&A podcast. And so if you're listening to this, if you listen to any in the past and you have a thought, you have a question, send it to us. We would love to hear from you. Um, mm-hmm. If you've been listening over the past couple of weeks, we've been in like kind of a mini series called I Love Jesus, but not, and you can fill in the blank. We talked about the church. We talked about the Bible. Really just kind of wanted to hit some hot button issues and topics that either people um, disagree on or maybe are just confused about. And last week, uh, if you didn't tune in, we talked to Brene Keithley from our Brussels, Belgium campus. Yeah. Um, she is crazy smart, crazy awesome, and did such a great job in talking about the Bible and how to understand it and engage in it. And so if you ever have questions or just kind of want a starting point for the Bible, really encourage you to check that out last week. But today, we're shifting gears a little bit, ending our mini-series, and kind of jumping on for the next week or two uh, the topic of the Holy Spirit, the mystical, powerful, supernatural, sometimes super confusing Holy Spirit. And we wanted to talk to you today about this because there's a lot of people that have questions about the Holy Spirit or find mm-hmm. him super confusing. And so um, it may make you a little bit hesitant to maybe engage with this aspect of your of your faith and learning about the Holy Spirit. And it could keep you potentially from experiencing all that God has to offer you in this life. And so we well, always— Wouldn't you, you say, Connor, too—sorry to interrupt you, but that we kind of like build up in our head that the Holy Spirit is a lot more mystical than yeah. what— like. When scripture is actually talks so much about it and and is actually quite clear, so so it almost feels like we hear that word and we we feel like we back away a little bit. Yeah, because I think we've we've created in our head this narrative that the Holy Spirit is this um, this weird, unattainable, mystical kind of thing. When we're going to talk about today, how it's actually. there are a lot of clear things that I think the Bible really right. yeah. describes about the totally. Holy Spirit. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And so as we jump into that and hopefully do our best to make the Holy Spirit a little more understandable and accessible to you, we kind of always start by defining terms just so we all know what we're on the same page with when we right. even say Holy Spirit. And so that's going to kind of be the first question I just want to throw out there to discuss. When we say the Holy Spirit, what or who are we talking about who is the Holy Spirit in essence? Yeah. So, I mean, if you read your Bible, we know God is a triune God, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. And hopefully in this discussion, we'll know more about the Holy Spirit. But in short, the Holy Spirit is a spirit of God. It's his essence. It's his presence. It's who he is. And I would love to take us down a brief history lesson. Go if for are, it. If y'all are okay with that. Go for it. Um, so just in my personal study, I know... We talk a lot, especially because we're New Testament believers. We talk a lot, heavy knowledge on what the new Holy Spirit is in the New Testament. However, there is a lot to be learned from the Holy Spirit in the Old Testament, specifically um, how the Holy Spirit operated. And um, if you read all throughout the Old Testament, I mean, he is so prevalent. Like he led the people out of uh, Egypt by fire and wind and smoke. And um, he would come upon prophets to speak mightily in a words of God and words of knowledge and speak out prophetically. Um, he would also rest on kings um, in that time, like God would anoint kings. And it says like the his spirit would rest on them, never dwell inside of them. 
And so these people, the Israelite people, were very aware that there's God's spirit yeah. with them. Never, though, dwelling inside of them. Mm-hmm. And so to them, there was a giant mystery. Mm-hmm. Like we talk about the Holy Spirit. He was kind of like, he's here. We mess up. He's not here. He's on this king. And then the, God was mad with that king, so he went to spirit, David. Yeah, and yeah. it was just like, uh, uh, who are we following? This yeah. Holy Ghost, you know? Yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. now uh, there's actually this beautiful um prophetic word in Isaiah. It's this prophet in Isaiah. And I'm actually going to read this scripture to us because this is who the Holy Spirit is. And it says this, who has measured the spirit of the Lord or what man shows him counsel? So this verse that he is our counselor. Whom did he consult and who made him understand? So he is God's understanding. He is our understanding. Who taught him the path of justice? So he is our justice. He's God's justice. And who taught him knowledge and showed him the way of understanding? So he is, in essence, God's knowledge. And so for us, um, Jesus references later in, in scriptures, it says that, you know, his 12 disciples, he was with them. They were with Jesus and they still didn't understand the yeah. things of God. They still had all these questions towards God, kind of like in the Old Testament. They're like, oh, like there's something about the spirit of God. Right. But then Jesus says something so profound. He said, it is better that I leave so that you receive my spirit. Yeah. And so now, and you see all through Acts and then now New Testament, this is a quick history lesson, that the Spirit of God now dwells inside of us. Mm-hmm. That Ephesians 1 says that we are sealed in the Holy Spirit. Like, you cannot take away from us. It cannot be taken away. And so that's kind of the essence of God, that His Spirit now dwells inside of us. And so I would kind of like open up the dis- the discussion like, gosh, what does that play in my life? I know there's fruits of the Spirit, like... I really want to talk about that. But yeah, the Spirit of God is now dwelling. He is with us. He's present. He'll never leave us. He'll never forsake us. We're sealed in the Holy Spirit. There's all the promises of God are yes and amen for our life. And that is through the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And I think there's so much hesitancy and confusion when you talk about the Holy Spirit, because on one end of the spectrum, it feels like you've seen videos or maybe grown up in churches where people can run around the auditorium or roll around on the ground and you're like very unfamiliar with that and you're like what is that and then we live in a very post-enlightenment age um very you know scientifically driven where um and i'm not saying that's necessarily bad at all but but if we cannot study or examine or look at something touch something feel something um we're very hesitant to put our faith in it Mm -hmm. and the spirit can feel like such a mystery because it's just that it's spirit it's it's not physical mm-hmm. in a sense actually the the physical manifestation of the spirit was Jesus was was mm-hmm. God himself but um i think that that can be like a really big reason for the hesitancy is because when we talk about the holy spirit and hopefully today we'll do our best to make him obviously seem as attainable as Jesus mm-hmm. wanted him to be um but there is an element of like mystery because mm-hmm. we can't look him in the eyes right. yeah. or talk to him face to face, you know? Yeah, no, no, for sure. And I, I think that um, it's when you just kind of like break it down, like in its simplest form, it's like you have, you had God who created the, the universe. He obviously was trying God with the Holy Spirit and Jesus. 
that there was separation between God and his people, so he sent Jesus. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Jesus could come to this earth, he could die on the cross and for the forgiveness of our sins and um, be raised from the dead. Um, but obviously God's biggest goal for us was to know him and then to make him known, right? And so, so that's why... Um, when Jesus ascended into heaven, he said, it's better that I leave so that you can have the spirit yeah. um, to, to guide you, to um, to lead you, but to also to, to strengthen you to go and to, um, to further the, the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. Like Jesus knew that his disciples would need the power to carry out um, the mission to be witnesses to the entire world, and they could not do this without the power of the Holy Spirit. So. Yeah. So when Jesus left and ascended into heaven, he left the Holy Spirit um, to dwell with inside of us so that could lead us on our life, but it could also um, um, direct us as we carry out the mission of going and making disciples. Yeah. yeah. And, and ironically, Jesus put a lot of um, emphasis on the Holy Spirit. I, mm-hmm. I think so many of us, I've found myself, not just as a pastor, but as a Christian, being like, man, I— if I could just talk to Jesus, if I could just see mm-hmm. Jesus, if right. I could just, and and Jesus in, in one of his gospels, I believe it's Matthew, it might be John, but he uh, he says like, hey, I know it's going to be hard for you to understand this, but it's actually better that I'm leaving you so that you can have the Holy Spirit. Because mm-hmm. multiple times the Holy Spirit's defined as a teacher, yeah. um, somebody who reveals the questions that you mm. might have about God to you as mm-hmm. you follow Jesus. And so um, kind of defining the spirit, that he is the spirit of God, that he is God, and that he's mm-hmm. been given to us since Jesus left um, to live in us and to mm-hmm. teach us and guide us. I guess my next question would be, what role does the Holy Spirit play in my life? Why why do I need him? And what would he actually do? I think for a lot of us, there are these questions of like, why can't I just read my Bible and pray and I'm I'm good? Like, why why can't why do I have to know this spiritual being right. and 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 engage with him and have him be a, a big part of my Christianity? So, mm-hmm. if somebody's out there listening, maybe like, yeah, that reading my Bible and praying sounds a lot easier mm-hmm. than being led by the Spirit. What role does he play and and what does he do and why why do we need him? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think Scripture explains a lot of it. If, if you want to go find for yourself, Google that. What does the Holy Spirit do? Yeah. And you're going to find some very practical things that being led by the Spirit, um, what that actually can, can mean for your life. So I'll, I'll just list off a few things that Scripture says that the Holy Spirit is an advocate. He's an intercessor between us and God. Uh, like uh, Connor just said that um, the Holy Spirit is a helper, a teacher, provides wise counsel to Christ followers that um, says that he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. So the Holy Spirit is um, is constantly reminding you and pushing you back to the things that Jesus already said. So he's mm-hmm. teaching you, reminding you. Yeah. Um, John 16 says that the Holy Spirit guides you. He, um, he, he guides you into truth. There's a lot of... Um, we live in a world of fake news, like what's real, what's right, what's wrong. Well, the Holy Spirit actually guides you into truth, and not just truth of the world, but truth of mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, because it brings you back and reminds you of Scripture, right? So we can yeah. kind of see this is all um, coming together. So the Holy Spirit also says comforts you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I love that. Where you're sitting in your room depressed, want to take your life, but there's something that 
comes over you. Yeah, the peace that surpasses yeah. understanding. That's no drug. Yeah. No computer screen, right? We've all had that moment where, like, I don't know how. I shouldn't feel what I feel, but I feel this crazy peace. Yeah, um, totally. The, the Holy Spirit, it, it convicts um, when you're walking down a wrong path. Maybe we could talk about that forever. Um, the Holy Spirit helps in weaknesses. The Holy Spirit is a source of power. The Holy Spirit gives gifts, and we're going to talk about that next week. The gifts of the Spirit um, that can take your relationship with God and your effect on this earth for the kingdom of God to a whole nother level. So there's a lot of things that the Holy Spirit doesn't just provide, but the Holy Spirit is very alive and active. And when you're being led by the Spirit, uh, your life looks very different. Yeah. I, I would say in my personal life, um, I, I think I've had I've had some very dramatic Holy Spirit moments. Like um, when I was in college and I was praying about what to do after I graduated, genuinely had no plans. Um, I felt the Holy Spirit put on my heart, like move to Denver. Um, and I think when we talk about the Holy Spirit, that's kind of the leading that we're expecting. Right. Um, but I could say, uh, being totally honest, that is so few and far between in my life mm-hmm. of those big mountain moving moments. Mm-hmm. I think practically what role does the Holy Spirit play in my life and why do I need him? I think it comes down to to a few things for me at least is conviction um, of when maybe I need to repent to somebody. The Holy Spirit's convicting me of a bad decision that I've made and it's never angry or um, I, what am I, harsh. It's more like, hey, like I love you, therefore walk right. this out because I want you to be free. Um, the Holy Spirit... I think enlightens God's word in my life. Uh, there's a saying that I've heard and I really like it. The Bible wasn't written to me, but it was written for me. Um, and so when I when I read my Bible, and all of us have had this experience, when all of us sitting here at least, um, when you're reading something in the Bible, and it seems to just speak directly to a situation mm-hmm. in your life, even if, like you were saying earlier, you look back on it and you're like, that, that doesn't even really make sense to the question I was asking, right. but for some reason it just answered what I was Spoke looking directly, for. Yeah. yeah, that's the Holy Spirit bringing God's Word alive and applying it um, to your life. And then honestly, the, this, the last practical thing I think for me would be just prayer promptings, that maybe I'm going through something in life and, I, and mentally I'm exhausted, emotionally I feel like I've given it all that I have. There will just be these moments where the Holy Spirit will be like, hey, you need to pray. Um, and, and sometimes I feel great breakthrough and other times I have to pray and pray and pray and pray. But I think, I think sometimes we get confused on what it looks like to be led by the Holy Spirit or or the role that he plays in our life, because we look for these mountaintop moments of Mm -hmm. you need to pack up and sell your home and move like, (laughs) okay, you know, but I think more often it's very practical Mm -hmm. in, in guiding you in ways to know Jesus better. Right. Yeah. And just having like a really vulnerable moment. Last night, I had one of these moments where Andrew, I love that you said he's like a comforter. And this sounds so silly, but last night we were eating dinner and I was eating salmon and orzo. <laughs> and I just started <laughs> whining. Like, I'm not, and my mom, this is like, I've been this way since I was a little girl. She would call me Whiny Whitney because <laughs> I, I would just that. get so, I know. I would get, use it. I'm not, I, hey, I'm not giving you ammo here, but I just, there was just a lot. Mm. I was just so overwhelmed last night and I couldn't even put it into words. I just started whining 
And there's this verse in Romans 8, and it says, In the same way the Spirit helps us in our weakness, we do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us through wordless groans. And that was me last night. Conrad's like, are you okay? And I'm like, no, I'm honestly not. And I just start, kept, like, kept whining. And he's like, okay, we need to have some time. <laughs> and we separated and prayed. And then we like, came back together and had communion. And there was just this time where I was like, the Holy Spirit ministered to me in a way that was like, it wasn't, hey, go talk to this person, have this conversation, pray for these people. It was just, I need to feel your intercession. I know that's a really churchy word, but I just, there's times in life, life is not easy. And I feel like last night I had that moment of like breaking down to the point where I had legit no words Mm -hmm. and that he really is like my comfort. And um, if you haven't had one of those moments, open up your heart. Like he actually will speak. And I uh, read through Lamentations and just felt like so much expression to the Lord of this is exactly, it was a prophet lamenting um, through the Holy Spirit, like just like, oh, getting all that junk out. And then the next chapter, uh, Lamentations 3, is like, great is your faithfulness and sitting just in the silence of being with your spirit. It just, I know that sounds really churchy, but. Well, you know what's really powerful about that? You say Romans 8, 26 talks Mm -hmm. about the Holy Spirit helps us in our weaknesses of we don't know what God wants us to pray for, but the Holy Spirit is yeah. interceding. Well, verse 27 continues about the Holy Spirit. And then verse 28 is what we quote all the time with no context. <laughs> and we know that in all things, God yeah. works for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose. Mm-hmm. And so that verse is created from when we mm-hmm. engage with the Holy Spirit. That's so good. And, and, uh, and, he, and we, we have this moment where... Like you did last night, where it's like the Holy Spirit's interceding for me. Mm-hmm. I'm engaging with the Holy Spirit. I'm, I feel so weak right now, but He's helping me in my weakness. Yeah. And you probably left feeling some Romans eight twenty eight. I did. I slept so, well. Yeah. So I know that in all things, okay, mm-hmm. life is tough right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know life's gonna be good because I I see that the Holy Spirit is my intercessor. So, mm-hmm. um, I I think that's a it's a really powerful. Mm-hmm. Thank you for sharing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and. I think it's so easy for us to want to revert back to to the tangible in our relationship with God, the reading my Bible and just praying and asking for things. But even in Luke 11, Jesus speaking to to people is saying, if you being evil, which it's like, okay, (laughs) sweet, thanks for that. But he says, hey, you know how to give good gifts to your children. Mm. And then he says, how much more will the heavenly father give, not gifts, he says, the Holy Spirit to those who ask him. And and he's he's saying that in the sense of listen this is a really good thing i think mm-hmm. because of church baggage or maybe somebody handling situations wrong we're, we're very timid and maybe even um standoffish when it comes to the holy spirit but in every single time the holy spirit is referenced throughout scripture at least to my knowledge it's good mm-hmm. helpful peaceful good. Jesus designed you yeah, in your life to be a Christian with the Holy Spirit. Like mm-hmm. I would, the more I've, I've studied this before, I would argue you can't be a Christian without the Holy Spirit. Not, yeah. not only in, in, in the conviction of sin and the repentance, but 
the way that God designed us mm-hmm. to be Christians and to follow Jesus was never made to be independent of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And so I think from practical ways of reading your Bible and, and Scripture coming to life to even having moments where the Holy Spirit, you just kind of spend some time and you can't tangibly explain why, but you know in your soul that you've you've been in the presence of God mm-hmm. and He's ministered to you. I think that's such a huge part of our walk with Jesus and such a huge part of of our faith and what Jesus wanted us to get from the Holy Spirit. Yeah, because it's a it's a relationship. I think you kind of referenced this earlier about well, being a Christian is is like I need to read and mm-hmm. read my Bible and I need to pray. Great, but but the Holy Spirit has to be uh, intertwined and interactive with. It. I was telling you guys earlier, um, you know, with with our son going to school and with COVID going on, mm-hmm. you know, we had like a big decision to make in our lives of, okay, do we want to send him to school with everything going on? Um, if you don't know, our, our son had heart surgery um, this summer and our daughter just got off oxygen. She's a newborn. And, um, you know, so there was a level of like, okay, what's, what's, why should we send our kid to school? And we had a doctor tell us not to. <laughs> in every article mm-hmm. you read, you're like, don't do it. But yeah. me and Jerica had a moment where we were like, okay, we got to quiet all the noise and we got to yeah. hear from the Holy Spirit. And I had this mo- this morning, um, it was a couple weeks ago, where I was praying, asking God, what should we do? God directed me to a scripture that I've read a billion times mm-hmm. that really has nothing to do with what I was actually praying about. But it was one word in there mm-hmm. where I felt like the Holy Spirit was like, you need to send him to school. Yeah. You need to, I want you to trust me and have faith. And I want you to, guys to send him to school. And it was this uh, um, this relationship between my prayer and reading the word and the and the Holy Spirit mm. where I went to Jericho and we both like, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Like we heard from God. And um, so I, I, I think that you just reading your Bible, like I need to get in my words today. Great, whatever. But you have to allow the Holy Spirit to interact with you when, yeah. when you read the scripture. And I think that's when you're going to start feeling like you're being led. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, and, and I love that. Um, hearing from the Holy Spirit, it, it kind of perfectly transitions into the next thing I want to talk about because I, I'm sure that everybody listening to this is like, okay, like if I've cracked open my Bible and read it for a bit of time, I, I've heard of the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. and, um, I believe you that he's supposed to be an integral part of my life, but here's sort of like the the question of the day, or maybe one of the questions of the day: How do I hear from the Holy Spirit? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. how do I know that this is the Holy Spirit? Is is the Holy Spirit in my conscience sort of the same thing? Is that is that like the the differing voice of right and wrong? You know, like the angel on one side of your shoulder, the demon on the other side <laughs> of the shoulder, trying mm-hmm. to bait you into making a good or bad decision. Right. Um, how do I know I've heard from from the Holy Spirit? And is that something that it's okay to like doubt or should I know from like a shadow of a doubt at all times I'm hearing from the Holy Spirit? This is a really good question. Um, so I went to private school, Christian school from kindergarten to eighth grade. And I'll never forget my eighth grade Bible teacher at the time. We were having this discussion, you know, little eighth grade self, no makeup, <laughs> braces. And she said, um, look, this sounds really spiritual. Look for your rhema word. So rhema in Greek just means new word, a fresh word. Mm-hmm. And then that next week, two weeks, 
uh, we had this like these like Rayma journals. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> we'll be selling those. I know. Good Zach goods. Atwood. Good goods, Rayma. The good goods. Um, anyways, and so it was just every time you opened up your Bible and you read this, basically a verse, a word that just jumped out of the page where it had life. It breathed into your soul. Mm-hmm. It's a Rayma word. And I know for me in my life when I'm feeling like, gosh, God, like, what are you saying? What are you trying to say? Um, where's the peace? Where's your provision? There's typically what I, when I do go into the word, there's a rhema word. However, I also, so if you're, if you're struggling like, oh gosh, God, I want to hear you. I don't hear you. I would just say, look for your rhema word when you're in scripture, when you're, do, when you are reading your Bible. Um, but I also will say like the spirit of God, and we'll talk more about this next week. Um, there are so many um, gifts of the spirit. Mm-hmm. And I don't really want to go into that because, you know, there are so many times where God has given a word to someone that is right on, it's happened to Andrew. Andrew's given me a word that has been right on the money. And, but we'll talk about that next week. Yeah. And I, th- I think that y- you do have some moments, like me and Jerrica just had one, we were sitting on the couches uh, probably a month ago. Mm-hmm. where we were talking, we felt like the Holy Spirit gave us, bam. It was mm-hmm. like, I think our lives may never be the same from, from this moment. Mm-hmm. Like, I think we might look back on this. We literally wrote in our journals, like, the date and the time. It was like, I think the Holy Spirit spoke. Um, but then I think there's a lot of times where it's just you kind of feel the Holy Spirit prompts a lot. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so you feel these, um, if the Holy Spirit is prompting you towards something, he's not just going to let it go because he knows that what he's prompting you to is directing you in the path that God wants you to go. And so, so I think that the prompting of the Holy Spirit when you feel like it's not leaving you. So mm-hmm. it's like, the I, I need to forgive this person. Mm-hmm. You feel that in your soul. Yeah. And every time that person comes into your mind, mm-hmm. you're like, I need to forgive them. Yeah. Every time you pray, you try to pray about something else, all you think about is, I should forgive them. So it's like... Um, so if if God has called you to something, that He's going to continue to prompt you with it, and you're going to feel a lot of tension. That's good with, within your soul. So I think that that's where I've really learned to to trust that the Holy Spirit. Like it's just like if I should I should give that person some money, or I should invite that person to church. Mm-hmm. Well, you're not gonna, you're not going to get that prompting out of your soul until you do it. Yeah. So I think I've I've learned that a lot of it's just kind of a consistent um, prompting. Yeah, I think. Um, how do you know, how do you hear from the Holy Spirit? How do you know a few things that I kind of go by is, is, and this is kind of correcting or coming from uh, second Corinthians three 17. It says, now the Lord himself is spirit and where the spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. And so I kind of try to take a 30,000 foot view, take a step back and say, where is this, where is this decision? Where is this desire trying to lead me? Is it leading me towards freedom? Is it leading mm-hmm. me towards good. peace? There's mm-hmm. fruits of the Spirit. Galatians talks about love, joy, mm-hmm. peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Um, is this leading me towards that? Because That's really good, yeah. I'll be honest, I know myself, and I can be a really crappy person at times. Mm-hmm. Like, there's times where I love being petty and feeling like <laughs> I'm getting revenge or like, you know yeah. what I mean? And and the the spirit never leads you to a place mm-hmm. of yeah, good. pettiness or revenge or I'll show them. Mm-hmm. He's always leading mm-hmm. you to be more like Jesus. And so 
you'll have these moments in your life where kind of like what Andrew was talking about, you're like, oh my gosh, I think the spirit just spoke to me. And mm-hmm. you know, you might write it down or it just might mark you in a way that you'll forever remember. Um, but then very practically, you can kind of see throughout scripture who the spirit is and what he's trying to make you mm-hmm. into, mm-hmm. which is more like Jesus. And so when you're faced with the decision and you're praying and you don't know what to do, I think a good and safe filter is, will this decision make me more free mm-hmm. in Jesus? Mm-hmm. Will it make me love more, have more joy, um, make me more faithful? Uh, is this a decision made from self-control or is it not? Because mm-hmm. the, the spirit will never be separated or divorced from the fruit of mm-hmm. the spirit. It's and so, so I think sometimes in retrospect, but also looking forward, you can kind of use that as a filter to say, am I hearing from the Holy Spirit? And am I am I making decisions in line with what he would want for my life? Yeah, that's, yeah. that's really good. Uh, I love the verse. This is actually one of our wedding verses that we, me and Conrad, wanted in our wedding. But it, it's, I know, oh, everyone, oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's Isaiah 30, and it says, And your ears shall hear a word behind you saying, This is the way, walk in it when you turn to the right or when you turn to the left. And sometimes I think well-meaning Christians are like, the Spirit of God is saying, you need to go into ministry. You need to do this. You need to do that. Oh, you missed it. And I'm like, no, that is not what God, he is glory to glory, strength to strength. Like he does not have a tightrope for your life. And I think I actually said this in Defining Decade. There's a psalm that says, you've given my feet a wide place to step. And like what Connor was saying, like if you are confronted right now with a decision in your life, like where do I go to college? Where, um, what job should I take? Uh, should I have this conversation with this friend? Do I talk to my dad and seek restoration? If there is freedom and peace and love and truth and self-control and all mm-hmm. the things you just said, there's not a formula for sometimes I think, yeah, Christians are like, "Mm, God told me it needs to be this way, this way, this way. And you know what? Maybe in some ways that's right. But I think um, a lot of times, like I personally have baggage from well-meaning Christians that Mm -hmm. somewhat abuse the spirit. But if it is right on par with what Jesus has modeled for us and what the Holy Spirit has guided you towards, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think that that we, we've kind of created this, you know, like the phrase, we just want more of the spirit. Right. Like it, it almost makes, it makes you feel like you have to go like mm-hmm. searching far and wide to mm-hmm. to find the spirit. I'm, I remember one time in college, I led this uh, this Bible study. We Sometimes we'd have these really crazy, awesome prayer nights. Mm-hmm. But there was this one night where this guy... <laughs> And I went to Christian college, and he was just getting really weird. He was, like, screaming at the top of his lungs. He was, like, on the ground, just like, Jesus, where are you? Like, screaming. And I remember being like, bro, what, what are you doing? He's like, I just want Jesus. I want more of him. I'm like, bro, look around you. Yeah. I'm like, he's, he's all around. Like, yeah. look at what, what can he's like. So I just think that we feel like we have to get, like, outside of ourselves to yeah. have this – experience and, and i just think that the holy spirit is, is dwelling inside of you uh, if you feel like you're, you're not you're not hearing from the spirit or you feel like you're not engaging like 
um, then, then take a look look at mm-hmm. your life. Take a look at how, how are you engaging with, with God? Are you being obedient to the yeah. things that he's calling you to be obedient mm-hmm. to? Um, you know, so it's not something we have to go searching far and wide. So don't don't get caught up by this thought of like, mm-hmm. I just need more of the spirit. Yeah. Engage with God. Mm-hmm. Pray. Get in your word. When you get in the word, allow God to give you Rama. <laughs> Rama. <laughs> give, give you give you some ramen. Yeah. Um, God. Cup of noodles. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I think that's that's important for people to to not not get like hard on yourself mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. Like, I never hear from the Spirit. No, He's, mm-hmm. he's constantly speaking to you. Yeah, yeah and I, I think being a dad has kind of showed me this a little bit. Um, my daughter can't speak. Uh, but we're learning now. She's she's almost eight months old. Um, she definitely has preferences, mm-hmm. you know. And she's my daughter. I I made her. She looks just like me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I Twinkie. Think, <laughs> and I think it's very similar uh, to the Holy Spirit in the sense where we're trying to decipher spiritual things, mm-hmm. just as I'm trying to decipher the grunts and cries and mm-hmm. you know like little inaudible words of my daughter. The closer I am with my daughter, the more I watch her, the more I, I see when she's, you know, da 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 about this. I'm like, oh, okay, I, I get what you're saying, mm-hmm. even though I can't. You're not speaking speaking English. Right. I think it's the same with the Holy Spirit. You you build this understanding mm-hmm. the more you're around Him, spend mm-hmm. time with Him, and and allow Him to try to direct you. You're like, oh, I I, I remember what that feels like. Right. I remember what that yeah. means. I think I think He's leading me that way. Yeah. So. I think like what you guys were saying, we put a lot of pressure on ourselves mm-hmm. um, to hear from the Spirit. Mm-hmm. And it's, a, it's, it's very much so like normal life mm-hmm. most of the time. Um, Absolutely. So I want to kind of close it up for the sake of time. Um, there was a verse. I'm going to give a little backstory real quick, and then we can, we can end with this question. There's a verse that literally used to haunt me and sometimes still haunts me as a kid. <laughs> Um, and it was, those who are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. And I remember, I don't know why, it was one of my pastor's like favorite verses. I grew up in a pretty Pentecostal <laughs> church. And I was just like, oh my gosh, what does this mean? Because I, I asked Jesus to forgive me of my sin. I, I said that I wanted to follow him. But how do I really know if I'm being led by the Spirit, like mm-hmm. this verse kind of makes it seem like if I'm not really in tune with God's Spirit, right. I'm actually not even a Christian really, yeah. you know? And, th- and that's how I interpreted this verse growing <laughs> up. And I was always just, you know, first one to the altar, last one to leave every week. Oh, yeah. I, I Getting wanted, saved every week. Yeah, because <laughs> I wanted to make sure it stuck, you know? Sure. And so I guess for everybody listening, we've talked about who the Spirit is, what role he should play. How do we know if we're hearing from him? Um I guess I want to throw this question out there and hopefully put some hearts at ease. How do we know we're being led by the Spirit of God? Or I guess maybe a better way to phrase it would be, how can we be sure that the Holy Spirit is like active in our lives? Yeah, yeah. how do we know if the Holy Spirit is at work in us? And I, I think uh, I'll, I'll ask a question like, how do you know if anything is working mm-hmm. by the fruit of it? How, how do you know if, if you're doing a good job at your job? Yeah. There's fruit from it. How do, yeah. how do you know if you have a healthy relationship? There's fruit from that relationship. Um, and if there's not fruit from that relationship, then it's probably not a healthy relationship. If, if there's no fruit from you working at your job, then you're probably not doing that great of a job. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think it's the same thing with the, how do we know if the Holy Spirit is at work in us? Well, then we have to look at the, the fruit of our life. Yeah. Um, and, and not 
not this thought in my so like the fruits of the spirit are are love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self control. Um, not saying am I perfect in these things, but but am I actively pursuing um, in my relationships to be more patient and, and mm-hmm. the, the the sin in my life? Am I, am I uh, fighting to be more self controlled? Like I, yeah. Um, so you look at the the fruits of the Holy Spirit, and am I actively seeking in my daily life, in my relationships, in my career, in the public settings, on social media, in the private settings in my life that no one knows about, am, am I pursuing the fruits of the Spirit, mm-hmm. um, and, and am I growing in, in, in my fruitfulness? And I think that's how we know. Am I being led by the Spirit? Well, are, are you fighting to um, be more gentle? Are you yeah. fighting to have more faithfulness, to, to have more joy in the middle of a pandemic and not just be like an angry bruiser running around mm-hmm. the world. Like, um, you know, so are you fighting for those things? And I think that that means that you have the Holy Spirit working in you that's yeah. convicting you, challenging you to continue on this path that the Holy Spirit has placed before you. That's so good. I think the most, the most irritating statement that I hear from Christians is, well, that's just the way that I am. What? <laughs> I'm an Enneagram 4, yeah. so that's just who I am. Yeah, I'm like, uh, no. Well, exactly what Andrew is saying. Does this match with, oh, well, I'm just an angry person and I just go off because mm-hmm. you made me angry. That's mm-hmm. just the way I am? Yeah. I could, there's, yeah, like it's just, no, that's not the Holy Spirit speaking to you. And so maybe if you're in this podcast hearing this and you're saying, well, I'm just jealous and that, that's just me. I'm just a gossiper. That's just me. I just tell people off. I'm a confront, confrontational. That's just who I am. I, I go out on the weekends and I, and I lose myself. I have no control. I just, I no, yes, yeah. exactly. I would challenge that thought and say, are you listening to the Holy Spirit in parts of who you think that you are? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the parts really that you think are unchanged. Yeah, yep. like... Regardless of your Enneagram number, your mm-hmm. nationality, your gender, we all have this one goal, which is to become more like Jesus. And so I, mm-hmm. I, I totally agree. If you've accepted a part of yourself that's this, I, that's just the way I'm going to be. That's just the way that I always am. The Holy Spirit will always be prompting you to be more like Jesus. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that that's fun and blessing, and sometimes that's hard, that's pruning, that's, hey— you need, to, you need to repent. You need to ask for forgiveness. You need to cut this out of your life. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's leading you to experience a more permanent peace over a temporary high, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. And I think through that filter, through that lens, um, you know and you can have confidence that you're being led by the Spirit in mm-hmm. your life. And so before we pray real quick, do you guys have any other closing thoughts about the Holy Spirit before maybe next week we jump into the gifts of the Spirit? <laughs> yeah, I think just to expand on what you just said, I, I think that as young adults, you want to be effective, mm-hmm. right? Like you want to be effective for the kingdom of God. I deeply want to be effective for the kingdom of God. But we want to be effective for the kingdom of God that looks the way that we want it to look. Mm-hmm. And and I, I've just learned in my life, maybe you feel different, you're listening, that when I'm like fighting to be the things that the Holy Spirit says, this is the fruit of a relationship with me. Mm-hmm. That's when I'm effective. Dude, yeah. when I am such an effective father to my son when I am patient. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And um, I, I, am, I am so much more effective as a husband when I, when I have a little bit more joy. 
um, and I'm self-controlled in, in our arguments or whatnot. Yeah. And, and so you want to be effective. You want to make a difference in the people around you and in this life. It's going to be when you choose to be led by the Spirit, and it gives you very clear direction of when you approach a situation or a decision um, or a relationship or, or a tough circumstance, am I fighting to be these kind of things? And if you are, then you're being led by the Spirit, and you're not going to do it perfectly. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not going to be all these things at all times. Good luck. Yeah. Um, but, I th- yeah, so I think it's, it's my final thought. That's yeah. so good. Do you have anything you'd like to add? Final thoughts are, I love the Holy Spirit. I'm so glad he's in my life. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I couldn't even imagine being part of the Old Testament. And <laughs> we are so lucky. We really are. It really God is, is like so a faithful. better covenant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to have God living inside. Same you. power. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Raise Christ that lives in you. That, that, yeah. should, that should change your life. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's crazy to think about. Well, Andrew, could you pray for us as we wrap up today? I'd love to. Lord, thank you so much for today. God, we thank you. Um, first and foremost, for sending your one and only Son, Jesus Christ. God, we thank you that when Jesus ascended to heaven, Lord, that you didn't just leave us, um, that you um, allowed the Holy Spirit to dwell inside of us, Lord. And that's how we know that we've been adopted by you, um, Lord, that you left your Holy Spirit to dwell inside of us, Lord. And I just pray that through this podcast, Lord, you just reveal yourself more to to the listeners, Um Maybe someone who's been weirded out to engage with the Holy Spirit. Like, I, I, I like Jesus, uh, but mm-hmm. Holy Spirit kind of feels weird to me. Lord, I, I just pray that, um, Lord, you just speak directly to their heart. Lord, I pray that as they open up their word, that they say, Spirit, speak to me. What is it that you're trying to show me? Uh, Lord, I believe that there's someone listening today that doesn't have a personal relationship with you. And if that's you out there, uh, I just want to encourage you to right now, maybe pause this podcast and just begin to pray to God, maybe for the first time. And whatever words that you know what to use, how to use them, um, and watch the Holy Spirit can begin to work and, and, and speak in your life. And all we have to do is just is repent and say, God, I'm sorry for the sins of my life. I believe that the only way to heaven is through you. I believe that you went to the cross and the grave for me uh, and put my trust and my, my hope in you, Lord. But we love you. We trust you, God. Thank you for this time. Mm-hmm. And all God's podcast people. <laughs> Amen. 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 <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for listening today. Um, On whatever platform that you listen to this, Spotify, iTunes, whatever, I want to encourage you, hit that subscribe button and share with a friend. Maybe you know somebody that could benefit from listening to this today. Uh, Also, if you want to uh, follow along to anything that we are doing at Red Rocks or Young Adults, you can follow us on our Instagram page or uh, go to ryya.org. Um, and keep up with all the latest and greatest about us. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. We love you so much, and we will see you next week when we talk about the power and gifts of the Holy Spirit. Love you guys. Love y'all. Have a good one. Peace.